You know why you can't tell a garden hoe nothing? Because a garden hoe tell everything. I didn't know this guy was so into gimlets. Hey, you know what goes great with a beer? <laughs> a beer? A lady. <laughs> no, you paid for it, you finish it. Oh, oh, that's a lot of macaroni. All right, we're looking at a glass Folks, of 85 uh, to 90% head. I don't want this in the evening. I want this in the morning. Chili. We'll morning drinkers. <laughs> that's what we're going to have tonight. We're going to have off-flavor one, off-flavor two. <laughs> two off-flavors. Hey, wow, that's like thing treat. one and thing two. It is so great. Sounds good to me. Sorry, I went, I, went fat, I went fat boy on you. Sorry about that. It is everything in a beer that you are to avoid. Oh, another podcast, another Friday night. Another Friday. Sitting here with Ben and Sean, my two boys on the other two mics. Going to have a good time, guys. We're going to go ahead and uh, talk to you guys a, a little bit about a neap. But a little, a little experimental beer tonight. Uh, Sean and I are, are IPA lovers, and uh, we wanted to get in this this haze craze. You know, you see everybody's making one from They're from juicy. Yeah, they are from Jekyll to uh, Red Hair. We just saw Red Hair putting one up. Uh, all all the all the craft beer brands are are doing these Nipas. So Sean got in on it. Uh, it was it was fun. It was experimental. It, it was off the cuff. I mean, he. He's going to tell you about it. He was doing things that left me and Ben going, what's well, this, this he doing? Broke, this broke my cherry, don't forget. This is my first off-kit recipe. It was. Off the shelf, purchased, picked out by me. But so. not only off off the shelf, but almost out of your own brain. You didn't read yeah, no. somebody else's, oh, this is how I'm going to make a Treehouse Julius no, Nipa. Exactly. Just kind of listening and understanding what the style was and then... Yep, going for exactly. it, right? looking, yeah. looking at the notes and what, what gets that crazy Splash haze, down under. Uh, and, and trying to figure it out. And again, go ahead, step back through our Instagram. You'll find all the stories about the brew day. You'll see the pictures of the glory. I mean, my favorite picture is when it's in primary before yeast and it the settles the level of sediment levels. Uh, there's it, there's settled down eight inches amazing. of settlement. Yeah, there was eight inches of yeah. Uh, it put of if you think <laughs> it's fun to see a Guinness cascading at the bar, this uh, yeah, put that this to, shame. Put to shame. So, so, uh, yeah, absolutely, guys, check us out on Instagram. Uh, go to our Facebook page. Uh, go ahead, listen up, man. Uh, go to our link on the uh, on Instagram. You can subscribe to iTunes. Leave us a review. We've had some great reviews already. Uh, five stars is always uh, appreciated. Keep us up in that aggregation. Keep us uh, keep us high high and tight. So, uh, <laughs> Sean, go ahead and why don't you uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your Nipa day? All right. So the Nipa day again. I, I kept seeing all these beers that looked like orange juice, and I was I was hooked. I said I've never seen anything like it. Um, all the notes I saw were fruity, um, grapefruit. Uh, all all talking about that aspect of the hop versus the bitterness. And I saw that some of them had almost zero. IBUs. So then I was confused how you could get hops without IBUs. As a novice brewer, I didn't know that you extracted the IBU units during the heated process of the boil. And different acids come out at different temperatures. So um, as I was reading up on what people did to get that haze look, to get that orange juice look, I decided to go uh, and put together a recipe and go to a local homebrew shop and see what they had to make it. Uh, again, when you go, you don't know if they're going to have a certain kind of grain or or, or extract uh, powder. So this was um, your first time at this brew shop, right? First time at the one it was called Craft and Wine Brew. Um, 
up at Sandy Springs on the north side of Atlanta. And so I went in. And I said, this is what I want to do. And he goes, cool. Here's here's something. You know, luckily, he had customers that had done it. So he had some advice for me and, and tips. So um, I, talked about, uh, I wanted to do extracts. So we looked at uh, um, DME, and I found they happened to have six pounds of Bavarian wheat, which I knew was a fast fermenting, quick turnaround beer. Great for this because we want to get as quick and a dry hops as we can. You know, we want to try this thing because this is probably going to be the first of several variations. So, perfect. Uh, six pounds of that, and then we started going to hops. And again, if I was online and I could go to one of the big shops and just start, you know, clicking through their list, great. But they, I had to pick from what they had. So I ended up with uh, one ounce of nugget, which is going to be our only bittering hops. And so we put that in at 60 minutes uh, on the on the uh, recipe and then picked through whatever kind of fruity, you know, anything that said it had a fruit flavor or fruit aromas, um, perfect. So I ended up with a Centennial, um, Citra, Medusa, and then went online uh, because I, I really wanted to um, bump that up. So I, I was looking at, at what people had done and found some called Australian Summer. And, and then I picked up some Chinook as well at that, at that online site. So out of that, I ended up with about seven ounces of hop total for the, the, the recipe. All right. Um, split up in the different areas. So um, that was a fun process. Again, I was used to just browsing through kits, finding out what they did, and then learning. And this is the first time uh, stepping out and trying to do it myself, which was fun. So then it comes to brew day. And I think we did this on... National Learn to Homebrew Day Live. I, I think episode. we did. This was that was the, a that was a double brew. Session. That was a you double brew had. session. Yeah, that was a fun day yep. so at this house. Day. Yep, and we did it outside. And uh, actually, you didn't get to take your Nipa home. She uh, she stayed here. She stayed yeah, here. So he doesn't like to to leave his girls. I girls don't. At Davey's I, I, house, I, I love watching the beers as they ferment in the glass carboys. But well, they get case, a little wild when you're not watching. Apparently, yeah. In this case, Dave had a brand new fermentation chamber, which we were hot. We were trying. To use. To, we were doing how to try right, to I, use, and this one wanted it at a cooler temperature. So I was like, hey. Hey, how about I uh, leave this beautiful beer here and you just send me pictures every couple hours? <laughs> and uh, um, about uh, three days later, I was like, dude, this this thing's not doing anything. Yeah, so he, he says, I'm about to leave out of town. FYI, this is not bubbling. So here's the story. When, out of when town, I was out of country. That, when I was at that homebrew shop, I was looking for yeast to use, and they had some White Labs vials. Um, I started looking, and they said, hey, this will be really good. This is a low flocculating, which is going to give you lots of haze, uh, but it's... Um, uh, just a British ale yeast, and I said, "Great, I'll take that." And I get home. Um, we pitched it uh, the day after. Long story: we didn't do a a, a, a wort chiller. We let it cool down naturally. Yeah, that was that was really cool. To explain that part. That was really cool. Yeah, so I'd heard that, was that gutsy. Um, gutsy, and that came from that homebrew shop. He said, "What people do is they don't do the wort chiller chill. That that drops a lot of solids." Uh, it really makes things um, flocculate to the bottom for bottom fermentation. But if you want that haze craze naturally, you let that thing cool down just by the air around it. So um, on brew day, we basically took it off a flame and as close as we could keep it sealed, you know, it's not hermetically sealed, but right. as, as close as we keep the lid on to keep wild yeast and bees from flying into it, we let that thing cool down naturally over 24 hours, adding hops along the way, actually, and then... Uh, the next morning, I came back and pitched this yeast. Uh, went home. I really liked the vial, and I said, I'll use this for a shot glass or something. So I started washing it out, taking the stickers off, 
and I realized the yeast was expired by two years. It said best two used years. By, it said best used by December oh, 2015, and this is 2017. <laughs> <laughs> so I got worried, but yeah, uh, what it said was, I, oh, you know, what I read you on that at a shop. Yep, and what I read was, you know, you can actually, if you started in a yeast starter or you double pitch it or something, you, you'll probably be fine. I didn't do that though, so. Dave called me three days later, or two days later, 48 hours later, and said, uh, it's still not bubbling at all, and it, it's, it, I think it's done. So I uh, didn't have a lot of choices. That homebrew shop's an hour and a half away, and I was working, as we do. So I went on to Amazon, and they had Amazon Prime Safel 05 Ale Yeast. So I did the Prime. Run of the mill it, it showed up literally not the next day, but the following day. So let's say he called me Tuesday. By Thursday, I had it. Ran over, pitched it over here at Dave's. Um, and now I've got but you potentially two healthy uh, or unhealthy yeast counties. So I was afraid it was going to throw off flavors. And I also was afraid, and what we probably found out, was that the new yeast was going to start to activate the old yeast. Possibly. Because what happened is we had... Super volcanic <laughs> explosion. Explosive you fermentation. Added, didn't you add some DME to that at that time? Oh my right? gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so that's um, what might have kicked started the whole thing. In the in even the, though the yeast was old. When, when I originally did the recipe, I had picked out three uh three, you did three pounds, pounds of DME. Three pounds. Oh my gosh, I forgot about this. Yeah. Okay, this is a very funny story. You hoped the oatmeal, right? And I thought yeah. the oatmeal would bring it up. So we did an OG with Dave's kit, and it was at like a 1.03. One which is uh, um, yeah. Which is like lower than an FG. It was going to be, yeah. It was almost FG levels. It was going to be super light. I was like, oh my God, I messed up big time in my first recipe. It's going to taste like water. And it's it's just going to taste like hot water. I might as well just make tea. And so I was looking at Dr. Ben, but I said, no, just get another batch of, uh, another three pound bag of DME. Heat a little bit of water up. I mean, you don't want to, again, we've already got volume. Enough to make it liquid. And we've already got volume in our our fermenter. We we can't overflow this thing. So I did as little little water as I could to kind of, you know, 15, minutes, 15 minutes worth of cooking it at a high temperature right. um, and then made a slurry and then poured it in with this new. You Seth basically LO5. rehydrated it. Yeah, I hydrated it and cooked it a little bit. But no, I added this uh, to the already wildly thick uh, bottom and layer. And then of, pitched the Safel pitch on top right. of the. <laughs> and then what values. happened? And then what happened? And then it went, hello, <laughs> let's make some bubbles. It was carnival in a tube. It, we, I, I, had, I had planned for it. So I made a blow off tube with a regular, whatever it is, one and a half inch, one quarter it's a inch huge blow off tube. tube. Huge tube. Put that into a milk jug full of sanitizer. And came by the next morning. So I did that, let's say, at 7 at night. The next morning on the way to work at 7, I swung into Dave's basement, and it was pumping that <laughs> foam up through it into the milk jug all over his brand-new fermentator bottom. Thank God he was out of the country. <laughs> he was out of the country, and I was like, oh, I got to try to mop this up. There's no paper towels. It's 7 in the morning. I'm late for work. So I do the best I can. I find a uh, an old like kitchen pot, like not big enough to to make beer in, but a kitchen pot. Dump the sanitizer in that. Put a little bit more water. I didn't make more sanitizer. I was at this point. I was really scrambling for what I was gonna do. Um, and just left it, and it was still pumping through the blow off tube. And I know he was. I know he was uh, unexpecting it because I didn't hear about this pretty much until after the fact. So while you're out of the country, he didn't want to tell anybody that he had messed up the fermentation no. chamber. He's brand like, oh, new. brand new. I don't want to be the first to get a dent in it. I think I sent you a video of it <laughs> climbing up the tube. You did, but I had no idea. I made said, what the do corner. I do? How do you keep? How do you get it from crowning into the <laughs> into the 
blow off pot. I do a one gallon mop bucket when I do a blow off tube on my wheat beers. Well, there you go. I, I lesson <laughs> learned. Bigger, bigger pot when you do this kind of crazy thing. Oh man, thing. that so thing again, went off. So now I, I now, now I have reached the recipe I told you about. Now I have six pounds, uh, and I have pitched two packs of yeast into it. It's going crazy. Still loving the colors. It's got crazy fermentation going yeah. on. I mean, the, the the chunks are flying around. I mean, it's I think really it's the a science best, experiment. It's the best Insta picture we've had yet. It was like, beautiful. By far. Yeah. It's, oh, you know, hundreds of people. So that, that kept going. I mean, it, I came back after work right at 5.03, and I went straight <laughs> over, and sure enough, it would have made another huge mess. And I'm trying to <laughs> – I didn't bring any paper towels. There's no paper towels in the, next to the fermentation chamber. So I'm doing the best Ran I upstairs, can. upstairs, got a pair of Davies jeans, yeah, exactly. mopped it up. Um, <laughs> got it. And then, so by the next day, it had calmed down enough where I could put a regular three-piece uh, kid on it um, and watch it still bobble like crazy. I mean, this was super active. Um <laughs> And then, you know, by the time Dave got back, I had cleaned up pretty well. Uh, well not enough. Perfect. Not perfect. I'm going to admit it. but um. <laughs> By far the most exciting yeah. beer you've brewed. No, for right? sure. Oh, I mean, coming fun. out to, I mean, yeah. to, the, to, the, to the cascading of the oats in the brew day, on a holiday of brewing, to have such an active fermentation. Yep. It's one of those stories where, you know, it's kind of probably like the uh, old race car driver. There was that time I went you around the track on yeah. three wheels, right? I mean, that's what he was. I mean, he was on three wheels, engine on fire, damn near finished the race. Yep. And and I can't wait to try it because right. I missed the weekend when it got debuted. I'm the only one that hasn't seen oh, it you, at yeah. a finished right. product. I oh. drank it when it was transferred. First kegged. Yes. Yeah, when you brought it over, yep. we thought it was orange juice. Yep. Because um, it was nine in the morning, and yeah, <laughs> that's what we were hoping for was orange juice and burritos. No, he brought beer and cigars, and it was uh, warm. <laughs> it was warm and uncarbonated. It was warm, beer. flat. <laughs> yeah, but damn, it looked like orange juice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I haven't tasted it since, so and I'm very excited. That's been near three, four weeks since that point, right? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So secondary, and we saw some comments on. Stay away from the secondary. We saw some comments. Well, we'll that, get to that later. Some advice. Really some some big advice. Long story. Maybe yeah, during uh, what you'll do next time, yep, right? Exactly. Right, cool. You nailed yeah, it. Yeah, no. The, so this whole thing was such an experiment, guys. We 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 put a pound of, of flaked oats in there. And didn't know what they would do. We didn't know it. Oh, I know what it did. It took a gallon and a half of water <laughs> it with sucked it. up it's a gallon thirsty of water. Oats. Yeah. Thirsty oats. Thirsty oats. Um, so that was number one. We didn't put enough water in our, our brew kettle. We yep. probably should have started like six and a half to maybe seven gallons. Oh, we did six plus. Then yeah. we should have done mm-hmm. seven gallons. Mm-hmm. We know that Took next time. for the boil. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. Then he surprised us with the with the cooling, you know, on it, like a right. natural cool. Right, yeah. We were prepared well, yeah, for we that. Neither was Mother Nature because it was damn cold the week before and it was damn cold the week after. Six degrees, I think, if you go back to the National Learned Homebrew episode day, it was like 76 degrees. Uh, yellow jackets, damn near everywhere. Yeah, it was. We, it was a crazy like, day. It was today, like spring in November. Today we could have probably brought that down to 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 pitch temperature and probably two hours naturally. Outside that day, Outside. I was I was calling him twelve hours later. I was like, "You're still at one ten, man. I don't know what to tell you." So yeah, we so were definitely worried. a. 
a, a bunch of firsts. So yeah, and I I, I was really excited about. It. Honestly, uh, I was cha- in the meantime I was chasing down Nipas. It was super hard to find the store. What I found out was that as excited as I was, so was everybody else because everyone that had a can apparently posted it because there's no cans available in Fayette County, Coweta County, uh, Georgia. There was none to be found. Um, well, and so I was excited. Hey, finally get to try one, and I made it. And you so, got to think about there's this beer that started this whole revolution. Heady Topper. Oh, oh, Pliny the Elder. Heady Topper. I think Pliny. Is, oh. Topper okay. claims it right okay. now. They're out of they're out of the Buffalo area. Buffalo, New York? Yes. Oh wow. We got a real East Coast, West Coast. Yes. Thing and so they started the whole New England IPA scene to the point where they actually post on their website the convenience store delivery schedule of their vans dropping it off. The convenience stores limit you to a four-pack per adult. Wow. There are people standing in line like it's the new Star Wars movie for a darn four-pack of 16-ounce beers called Hetty Topper. By the way, we found out why. why they That's only, where this whole craze gets go We from. found out why they only come in four-packs and they cost $18 yes. a four-pack. Yeah, darn right. Because uh, Sean... And easy and very expensive. Sean, <laughs> Sean, Sean, Sean's got about... What was your what thirty dollars in hops? In this what was, thing. Yeah, I was gonna say what's what's final if I do oh, my yeah, wheat I, if I, I do my wheat wit whatever for forty five bucks for ten gallons. I had it written down because I was very curious how much beer I was gonna get. Yeah, you darn right. These I actually considered what I transferred ounces. into secondary and saw how little I considered adding water to it and not telling you guys. <laughs> so I had he's going old school Kentucky on us. I had. Um, Five gallons uh, at the end, barely. Yeah, he uh, was. He was close. Nine. Yeah, I had five gallons, and it cost $65 to put this all together. There you go. Terrible. And that's why you pay $15 so, for a four-pack so, of So, yeah, each, of each, each gallon. So when you're out there. Each and gallon costs $13. And when you're out there with your craft, uh, when you're out there bitching about your craft brewers for a $12 growler. Appreciate it, folks. No, There's appreciate a lot of effort. It. Anytime you see triple IPA, anytime you see Man. double IPA, I have a new respect, uh, and especially if they say NEPA, because it has got yeah. some tricks and some yeah. skills to produce that on a mass scale. You gotta understand beer, right? When, you when, gotta yeah. understand beer. You're at a, you just jump like a game against a, the varsity opponent, right? You're not quite Obi Wan, <laughs> but you might still, you maybe you're Anakin. The force is getting strong. The force is getting strong. In I fact, tell the you force what, is the fact that it's drinkable. Out. The fact that it's dr- I, you guys always go, oh, Ben goes off, you know, he doesn't do kits. He doesn't right. do that. Yeah, but I do safe recipes. <laughs> you said, hey, fuck these kits. <laughs> I'm going to jump right into uh, what's a, oh, do what's a, a double do a samurai sword guy. And I'm over here playing with a, with a stick I broke off a tree. And, I mean, that's, that's really the difference, <laughs> right? I mean, you, when you jumped in, you said, nah, 16 feet. Eh, I don't care. Let's jump. I like right? it. Yep. And uh, and it's drinkable. Oh, speaking yeah. of drinkable, not only drinkable, but yeah. let's come do after. It. Yeah, let's go do get it. some. Ben, uh, I'd like to introduce you to my NEPA. I'm waiting on it. Southern Australian NEPA. Damn it, I don't know what to call this thing. Yeah, well, we'll figure it out. When you come back in, you'll know. Yeah, it. we'll give you the name when you come back in. You need five minutes. Five minutes to talk shit oh, about wow, you. Oh God, this is gonna be pressure. Jesus. All right, so uh, Davey. Oh, man. The brew day was was struggle, right from the get go. We, gonna, it's we gonna, thought this was going to be a lower ABV than the fact that he bought one right. gallon of apple cider, 
originally. <laughs> to make and them. he said, well, I got to top it off. And I'm like, you don't top off cider. You just do five gallons so, of apple juice. So, yeah, I remember he pulled out his kit and he had all these hot bags and, and, and he had everything he needed. And I said, okay, you got three pounds of DME. I said, yeah, what are you doing with the rest of it? Where's the other three pounds? <laughs> And he goes, uh, uh, no, this is it. And I was like, no, no. this can't be it. I mean, I had, I had just Six made Six pounds a, natural for a five-gallon yeah. batch. I mean, I just made a, my session, which took three pounds, you know, but that's expected because it's supposed to be a three, three-and-a-half percent beer. IPAs are, they're, they're meant to be five-and-a-half, six-and-a-half percent, you know, somewhere in, in that range, especially these Nipahs, you know, as, as juicy and as hazy as right. they are. It's if gonna they're not going to be refreshing... Better, better pun- darn well punch you in the on mouth. your ass. Yep, absolutely. So so we were like, oh, well, and no. it's New England, so and we all know that you guys up there in New England can handle your beer. So, I think some of the beer up there is moonshine. Oh, Have you been up there? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So, but but the uh, the crazy thing was, I think it was almost like a serendipity because his yeast didn't take off, and because his yeast I, didn't take off, then he didn't. He, he had to, he, he had to open it anyway. He didn't have any Uberus to, to say, "Ha, I told you so." Exactly. So he so had to go. That he route. had to go, and we were like, "Since yeah, you're well, gonna... he called me, it it was late." Yeah, I was in right? Panama. Hey, and, uh, this, uh, Davey says this shit ain't taking off. I don't know what to do. I'm like, you I think you started low. He goes, "Yeah, but the yeast is old." And I'm like, "Yeah, old yeast is one thing, but if there was three cells in there that were alive, they didn't have enough sugar. They would eat and eat and eat and to make 10, make 12, make ba 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 ba. I say, "You know, it might take 4 days, but it would go." Right. The fact that it never took off at all yeah. meant there wasn't shit. But that's what I'm that saying. Thing. I mean, it was and perfect the, it that was, it happened because right. it also allowed him to crack it open and put another 3 pounds in there. It's exactly what it needed. Um, wait till you try this. I got to try it because that's what I was drinking at the Christmas party the other day. It is, it is fantastic. Well, I'm looking forward to it because yeah. the the you're right. It had no bitterness of a normal IPA in the in the sense of how you drink it and you get that bitter beer oh. face, right? The old Keystone commercial. Uh, but man, you had all that aroma up yeah. your nose and into your mouth, and it really gave it a punch of like biting into the peel. Of a piece of fruit, so the crate this this beer can be scary because it does not taste like drinking beer. It's 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 like drinking juice, and it can get they you going. S- they say that, and I'm interested in trying some of those. I mean, I know that Southern Juicy Juice that we tried was different, but uh, we'll see. All right, All I'm right, back. Well, hey. right. I got beer. Sean's here. I see tiny bubbles right out of the gate. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to talk while you guys try it. This is uh, bottled off of the keg, carbonated at what? Carbonated at 30 for, for a couple long? days, two days, three days. And then um, backed it down, back to, serving. down to serving. Okay. Uh, as you can tell from the glass, it has lost a lot of the haze. Uh, it has gone in stages. Day one was almost radioactively glowing orange. Orangey green. Yeah. It was a funk. It was vibrant. It was uh, gone to a more of and a... And it's calmed down, which is fine. It's great, but it's definitely different than day one we poured it. We, the first day we poured it when it was oh. carved up, oh seems like a gosh, foggy... It glowed in the glass. It was beautiful. So that's why a lot of them, like Stone, will have the enjoy by... 30 um, days max 30 days on the shelf. Max. And I, this, is, this is not 30 days under carb. This is... Well, but we don't know what stabilizers they put in sure, those things. Sure, but I mean, I mean yeah, this for is, homebrew, I say serve it, was, drink it, and we had no problem drinking it. No, right? yeah, I saved yeah, these bottles is, before we had a party. It was on one party. party. Yeah. Um, we maybe had six, seven of oh them. Oh, my gosh, the before. hops aroma on this thing. Yeah, so tell me what you get on the, on the smell. Because what I get is a lot of the Australian summer and citra 
Um, the, the yeah, I get, I get citra. I don't get as much. You know, a lot of the times with these juicy juices, you'll get the the uh, passion fruit. You know, this is more uh, grapefruity, citry. Yeah, kind citrus. of highlight reminds you of that highlight we just reviewed yeah, a couple absolutely. episodes ago. Yep. Uh, the, uh, still very one, happy with this. I dude. smell, I smell a very fresh about it though. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. When you put your face into all, the bag of hops as you tear it open to put it into your beer in the you know, and you get that like pop of just hops. Well, I make my I wife. Really I make my wife. Is, we all smell man. every hop, and honestly, um, they're mildly different. Good. You can you can pick something out. I'm not kidding. Australian summer hops That's are the is, wildest huh? I've ever smelled. <laughs> it smelled like a grapefruit on the on the in the back. And you can taste it. And, and you can, can taste smell it. it. Yeah. yeah. The head on this is still hanging around here. We've been talking yep. now for a minute. You poured it a little bit ago. These are little flight glasses we're looking at. Yeah, nice it's got legs. It's got, look at that. Look at the mm-hmm. legs on that. I mean, that's a heady. That's a very yeah. Heady I, I have to give that to. There's no carrot. Got to be the oatmeal. It's got to be the oatmeal. Yeah. It's got to be the slow cool down could be the dry hops who knows uh I, i'm not smart enough to tell you but mm. i enjoy it i love Man. this beer yeah and by the way <laughs> last night i went and bought version nope. two of this kit <laughs> oh boy it's on so, its way uh as far as taste goes um it pairs well with a lot of things i think uh I sure, sure wish I had more because I've got some meals coming up I'd like to have this with. I think it's a great one to have around. With what? Did you tap what the cake? What do you make it with? I was going to make it with chicken or fajitas. I was going to oh. make it. Um, mm-hmm. I was just going to have sandwiches and chips and have one of these. I mean, honestly, I, I like it. This is my style of beer. Yeah, though. absolutely. Man, the, it really holds around your mouth. That's got to be the oats too, right? And that why they do the whole creamy sure. mouthfeel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not creamy, no. but it coats mm-hmm. your mouth. It doesn't leave fast. Right. Um, chew on it a minute. Like, and again, it's it's it's. it's it, we, well, we've 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 tried to figure it out. Um, we didn't do Man. FG because we didn't do a OG when I added the second pounds of. Uh, What's original? Yeah, but, we wouldn't be able to tell because because I mean we we knew it was low. It was like one point oh three zero. He added that other uh, three pounds of DME with a little bit of water in there, so we well, actually don't know. By what my it was. taste buds, it's a four, five, six percent. I would beer. say it's five and a half, six percent yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, got, it's probably it's probably near five. I mean, it tastes like any other ale that you would normally drink. Yeah, the you one still, thing you that can't I, see through it. No, you um, can't. It's hazy enough. It's, it's, got great it's gold. Yellow, hey, it's yeah. not amber. Sure, check, isn't. Check, this is a golden check, beer, right? This yeah. is the so, non-amber beer, boys. <laughs> this 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 was the color of our logo. It, it's still fairly close. I uh, um, man, this is really it's good. a it's yeah. a great beer, Sean. It's a Congratulations. Great beer. Yeah. Now Thank the you. big question is, I hate to I hate to ask, do it. What would you do next? Oh boy, what so, would you do different? Great, because I already figured it out last night. Um, <laughs> he bought the kit. Hopefully, so that brings us back to a, a quick pro crow that Ben had mentioned where. We posted up a transfer video, and a number of, uh, of other home brewers reached out and said, I've foregone secondary. They thought you are audacity of, right? <laughs> and they said, no, we're, we're going straight from primary to keg and letting it kind of condition in there if we choose to. Uh, go ahead, carb it up, see what it, see what it does. Um, actually, I don't know if they said carb it up. They might be keg conditioning, let it sit around. Um I don't know if it's to save vessels. No, I, I don't re- know if it's no, to where I was reading it. It's just like along. they just skip. They just skip secondary. They just skip secondary. Yeah, right. Just don't secondary it. Keep the haze that much longer. Keep mm. the profile of the hops that much longer. Secondary is allowing some of that to escape on you. Keg it immediately. Carb it up and drink that sucker drop, fast. Well, drop your dry hops in there. You got to put your dry hops in. Not in the keg. Why not? 
Yeah, I think that's what they're saying. That's, that's what, you, what else would you do? They dry hop them in the keg. Dry hop in primary? All right. Well, hey, I'm going to tell you right now, you need to ask them back online. I'm pretty sure what they're talking about is, yeah, as the fermentation settled down a little bit, they started dry hopping Okay, then. so that's that's what I'm going to do. So here's my uh, plan for like version last two of this. Week when it's not um, bubbling very much, you start dry yeah, hopping I think the shit I, I, What I noticed, yeah. there was a lot of... Um, what I would call inefficiencies in this. Uh, again, when they, as soon as they said no secondary, I said, "Boy, I really, I, I loved it when I when we sniped some prior to, to right, primary yeah. to secondary. I was like, this is delicious. I want to try it right now. I wish I would have gone to keg and put either a, a, a stainless, you know, hopping fusion cylinders, tubes, yeah. or I wish I would have done it the last couple days of primary and let it sit a couple more days in primary." And then filter it, you know, to get rid of the to get rid of the the solids, uh, and then put it right into keg because, again, I, I think this is eight shades darker. Yeah, well, I saw the one where they even did the uh, the first hop edition uh-huh. was as they were pulling it out of their kettle, and they had a hop sock in the bottom of the fermenting bucket. And that was the first edition, right? As it like exploded okay. onto it, so to say, into the bucket. Okay. At probably I think that you need to go ten. 80s, I think you need 80, to go ten degrees. gallons on this too, because hops utilization they say is better okay. by volume. Five gallons, you're not getting near with the punch in the face. You could, you could cut back on the sixty-five bucks. Okay, so no, no, no all right, you're jumping ahead. Uh, oh. I'm not doing the sixty-five bucks. I'm oh, kicking good. all this back. So. Okay. What I've got now is six pounds coming of. Uh, I didn't find Bavarian wheat, so I went with. Uh, 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 he's light. doing. That's gonna be he's golden huge light. Huge difference. That's a huge difference. He's going right? golden light, and he's doing a pills. So yep, he's doing so a I'm mix of DMEs. Ooh, three pounds of golden light. Right. Three pounds of pills in light. Uh, yeah. DME, and I'm gonna only do that for about thirty minutes, and then okay. I'm gonna kick that down to flame out, and I'm gonna start adding hops. Now, my last bill was seven ounces of hops. This bill is four. Good job. Um, so I'm gonna On do five uh, gallons. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do a half ounce of uh, Citra for my. Um, what are you doing for what? bittering? <laughs> I guess that's bittering. I'm at doing thirty. It no that, real that, bittering, that, right? In that thirty minute cook time, I'm gonna put a half ounce of Citra. Okay. Um, see what gets extracted during. Now, why are you going to the thirty cook time? Just because of the I'm short, and shabby, short, short and shabby, short and shoddy. I'm dropping the secondary. I'm dropping the long cook time. Um, again, with especially since we're doing extract, I don't think it's doing anything no, after it's... thirty minutes. So I'm going to do a 30-minute cook time. I'm going to flame out, and I'm going to let it naturally cool. I'm going to add it again. I'm going to add some at flame out. I'm going to add some at 180 degrees, as mentioned in the previous episode. Uh, and then I'm going to naturally cool it. Uh, I'm going to pitch it. Or maybe I'll pitch it on some uh, a half ounce of hops uh, just to get it uh, into that primary. Uh, and then I'm going to go from – I'm going to see how long the fermentation takes, that super active fermentation, but I plan on seven to nine days in primary, and then I'm going to um, transfer with a, a so mesh filter. So secondary no matter what. No, I'm going to do a, a transfer from primary with a mesh filter into the keg. Uh, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and keg it right up, get it in the cooler, get it pressurized, um, taste it, see if it needs a, if I think something needs to settle out. I don't, I don't know what. I, it's probably going to be drinkable. The, the scary part about kegging and then putting hops in your keg is your downspout, right? You clog it up. You got to fucking no, clog the whole. So your I've whole keyser a, system well, just so for a trying nylon, on a beer. I've got the reusable with nylon these guys bag. that are telling no, you. I'm using a reusable nylon bag, which is what I did in the cider, okay. and dropping that in. Okay. Okay. That thing floats on the top mostly. Sure. I can tie it off. Sure. 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 Super need to, but no, I'm going to set that on top. Um, and 
and I'm going to keg it up and then be trying it along the way. So as those dry hop or as that dry hop bag is sitting in there, uh, I'm basically going to be trying it day three, day five, day six, day seven, and then decide when to pull that dry hop bag out when I think it's reached the flavor profile I want. All right. And then within 10, 11 days, I'll have a... I'll be ready to drink. And then, okay. and then it'll be gone in three. So, so this one, the next one, I'm pinning you down. You've shirked around the name of this sucker now for an entire 30 minutes. Give me a name. It was the TBD NEPA on that on the hashtags on the Insta page. Yep. Name it now so that you got Branch 2 coming. Okay. What so do you got? Come the, on. The thing that steps to mind is that um, Australian summer hops. So I'm going to go with a Southern Australian NEPA. Okay. Mm. Other noise known as the Aussie Nipa. Oh, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Would you like some of my Aussie oi, Nipa? Oi, oi. It kind of tastes like Australia, doesn't it? No. Hashtag me too. <laughs> wow, that's an awful <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Mike, won't you come I on apologize. over? I apologize. I apologize to all the pygmies and everybody in Australia for that one. There's oh, no pygmies boy. in Australia. That's the Congo. That's and... why I said the pygmies and everybody <laughs> from Australia. <laughs> Uh, so the Aussie Nipa will be round two. Very cool. Uh, Name TBD. Thank <laughs> God. No, I like it. The Aussie right. Nipa. No, it'll be fun. I can't wait. So look forward to that. I don't know if I'm going to it. It's I, not going to arrive till next week. So give me one Christmas beer. week brew. Okay. Uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's, I'm going to brew this up. So uh, if you're listening to this, stay tuned. When you see the Instagram of me doing the Aussie Nipa, you'll know this is what I'm talking about. It's going to be a short and shoddy recipe with half the hops. Uh, half the brew time, half the <laughs> fermentation time, half everything. Double, half everything. double the DME though. So this might be Aussie, Aussie. Double the DME. Five, Aussie point five. Yeah. Yep. No, it's gonna be DME. good. Now we look forward to it. So Man, this was a good beer shot. Hey, yeah. thanks nice guys. Shot, I right? like it too. For a for a for a custom one off. You got it, man. This was good. Yeah, good job. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's playing air, air guitar. He's that excited. Yeah. Right now. Oh, man. I wish we had video. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Next got, year, folks. Yeah, Next for year. sure. So, everybody, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this was the episode of the NEPA, the Aussie NEPA. It was the Aussie fantastic. NEPA. The Aussie Awesome NEPA. Oh, the Awesome NEPA. The Aussieum. I don't know. We'll get yeah, there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We're, we're, we're working there. on it. It's workshopping it. So definitely, guys, <laughs> uh, check us out on Instagram. Uh, keep following us. Uh, we just we just went over a milestone. I'm not going to reveal that uh, that number because it's kind of it's, it's kind of nice for me, but maybe not for everybody else at the table. They don't. He's a number whore. Yeah, they don't like numbers. And then uh, definitely uh, keep keep following us and and keep listening to us. Click that link. For, uh, look for us on iTunes. You can always search for us. Five stars. Five click, stars. Click, 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 click. Uh, you know, like like I said before, we're getting some great reviews. We're getting some great feedback, and, and we're enjoying doing oh, this for you guys. please feedback on this no secondary. I, I'm about to do it, so please, if you hear this uh, over the weekend, yeah, uh, let me know what you think about no secondary on uh, something like this. Uh, any tricks you have. Yeah. I worry about sediment in the bottom of the keg. I worry about a lot of things. So let me know. Uh, good, bad, and ugly what you find on no secondary. Whoop. 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 Yeah, Blue Camaro. Keep them coming, buddy. We're going we're gonna to keep responding. So. Yeah. Room, room. <laughs> all right. Caldwell Street. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will hit you with another one. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, you're telling the truth? Oh, thanks. You're just lying on the podcast? (laughs) Aww.